Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. In part two of his two-part podcast, Bill Hodges continues his conversation with Andrew Sakela, Special Agent, Private Sector Coordinator with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Andy, as he prefers to be called, is the FBI Special Agent in Charge for the Tampa Area White Collar Crime Section. Scams directed at active duty retired military and other veterans as well as their families are on the rise and are getting special attention from our FBI. In part two of this two-part podcast, Bill and Andy will tell you more of what to watch out for and how to react if you are approached. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. And with me today, I have Andy Sakala. Andy is a special agent with the FBI, and we're talking about veterans' frauds. So, Here's something I want you to do. I want you to get your spouse or the veteran, whoever happens to be around. In fact, anybody that's within earshot, have them come and listen to this. It could save you thousands and thousands of dollars if you hear what Andy Sakala has to say. Get a paper and pencil because we're going to have some things for you to write down. And I'll give you a couple numbers as we go. Andy, great to have you on the program. We did a part one to this. And one of the things that we talked about was the possibility of romance scams on veterans. That's a huge problem, Bill. I just talked to a victim uh, a few weeks ago who lost over $2 million as part of one of these romance scams. It's it's hard to believe. Kudos to anybody who's earned that much money in their lifetime. Obviously, that means they're well-educated and they're successful. Exactly. inherited it. Right. No, he he earned it the good old-fashioned way. Worked worked hard, uh, got his master's degree, advanced, uh, became an executive at this business, uh, had used his investments wisely, had grown his 401k, so he had this large amount of money. And unfortunately, he was identified by an organization that commits fraud and was ultimately defrauded by that group. You know, let's give a little background on you because you really know the military. You went to college on a full scholarship, I understand. I did. A a full scholarship the hard way, as I like to say, (laughs) at Annapolis. That's a beautiful campus. I absolutely love it. And then you went and served five years in submarines? That's right. USS Batfish, Fast Attack Submarine, SSN 681. How long have you been with the FBI? 16 years now. Do you find it to be a career that is giving you real satisfaction? Absolutely. I talk to victims a lot in my current role as the supervisor for the White Collar Crime Squad. I bring both good news and bad news. I prefer, obviously, to bring good news to the victims. But one of the things that I try to do, and one of the reasons why I'm here with you today, is to get the word out to people to prevent them from becoming victimized by these types of scams. Because I really think that in terms of 
how we can prevent ourselves from f being victimized is by raising people's awareness and by letting them know about the kinds of scams that are out there and the tactics that the scammers use. Because if the average person has some information about these scams, they're much less likely to become a victim. And people in military service, it's pretty easy to find out whether you're in the military service, even whether you're deployed. Absolutely. And there's a lot of veterans organizations that are out there. There's also, of course, social media. And people post a lot of information on social media. I just put a picture of myself, I'm not going to tell you how many years ago, up for Veterans Day with my uniform. And that's one way that somebody who's surfing the internet, looking at social media sites, oh, Bill Hodges is a veteran. Maybe I want to try to target him to see if he'll fall victim to one of my scams. He made a statement on the first broadcast, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That is absolutely true. It's really hard for me to understand why some of these people fall for the things they do. But, you know, veteran and the veteran community, many of us were nomads. We moved from community to community to community and did not establish a lot of roots. We made friends wherever we went as best we could. But a lot of deep relationships did not get created. And that kind of leaves someone alone, especially if you're a military family and the spouse is deployed. And that makes them vulnerable, correct? Absolutely. And that loneliness is one of the vulnerabilities that the scammers prey on. Whether you're single, you're deployed overseas, you're, you don't have a, a close family or friends, you're on the internet at your duty station and you meet somebody online and develop a romance with someone that you've actually never physically met before. Right. Likewise. And they've got a great picture. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Likewise, spouses at home whose spouses are deployed overseas, they become lonely as well and sometimes it's fall victim to these nature, types of things. It's human nature, unfortunately. It's human nature, we, especially some are weaker and stronger, but you know, it does happen. We all crave human interaction and attention, even if that interaction or attention is virtual instead of physical. So what kind of things would they, should they be looking for? And that, by, by the way, it may be retiree military that we're talking about. And the spouse has passed away, right? Absolutely. And that's really the most vulnerable portion of our population when it comes to romance scams. Regardless of how you meet somebody online, even on a legitimate, vetted, well-known website, you really have to be careful about verifying that person's identity. One of the big cases on my squad involves a huge transnational organized crime ring, and they used one of the prominent dating websites to meet people once they one met them. On legitimate sites. Absolutely, on a legitimate to site. Make that first connection. Yes. Once they met them online, on that website, they then transferred to another medium of communication not associated with that website. And we, we actually sent our investigators to that website's headquarters and provided training to their investigators so that they could do a better job of screening people that signed up for their dating service. Do they really try very hard or is it just if you've got enough money to put up on a bar, you get a drink? I don't know if I can answer that question, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that may prejudice your relationship with it, those organizations, I understand. But back to your earlier question about how these scams unfold. Once you meet somebody on one of these websites and you decide you wanna, you're interested in them and you want to continue 
the conversation, get to know them a little bit better. At that point, you really need to verify who that person is. Don't believe what they're telling you unless you independently are able to corroborate that information yourself. That's one of the dangers of the internet, the anonymity, the ability of someone to remain unknown or to take on the persona of someone else. Absolutely. They can take anybody's picture. They can take any background. They can do anything. Yes. And that's why I encourage people to do video chatting with people that they've met online, because that way you can at least see who is this person. It's not some 15 year old kid (laughs) who's pretending to be an eligible, wealthy 40 year old with a successful business. And some 15-year-old kids are pretty smart. They, they are. And there's really no reason in this day and age not to have that video interaction. It doesn't guarantee that the person is who they say they are, but it certainly helps out to identify, at least to, to some extent, to corroborate the information that they're providing you about their identity. Well, you know, it'd be interesting when you bring that up, that the person online with you may be an eloquent writer, but the second you get them on video, they're not so eloquent anymore. They're not so quick. Right. So that can be a real tag there saying, wait a minute, that's the same person. It certainly could be. But even when someone does some research on the person that they're talking to, they can still be scammed. I'll give you an example. There was one individual that lost a few hundred thousand dollars as part of a romance scam. And this individual that she met claimed to be a Caucasian male. So after a few weeks, he decides, he agrees to do some video chatting with her. And so she gets on the video chat and it's an African-American male. Well, that's a pretty big discrepancy. Yeah, there is a difference there, right. But somehow he... Maybe was, it's lighting. <laughs> and she noticed this. And of course, she, that's the first thing she says to him. And he made up some lame reason why he, she had misunderstood him or something along those lines. But whatever tactic he used, he was able to convince her that despite the fact that he had lied to her, she should still talk to him. And ultimately, at, at that point, she started giving him money. But you talk about love is blind. Clearly, this is someone who made a pretty big lie. So who knows what else he told her that was untrue. But again, she believed him because he was able to convince her that he, she should still maintain communication with him. You know, it's interesting you talk about that, especially with our military online all over the world. There's so many things that they give away when they're talking about where they are, how long they're going to be there, things of that nature, which lets the family be fair game. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't like the term fair game. Let's see, predators take advantage of the family because of the information that's being shared. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that's one of the things that we really all should look at and say, eh, maybe I shouldn't post that. We have to be really careful about the type of information that we post online. Because when the scammers are out there surfing the web to try to identify victims, once they've identified a potential victim, they will conduct research using every type of search engine and social media site that they can to try to gain as much information as possible that they can later exploit regarding that victim. Agent Sakella, I want to give the phone numbers again. For the FBI here in Tampa, call 813-253-1000. That's 813-253-1000. There's also another site, 
and it's the site that is for internet crime, and it's www.ic3.gov. That's www.ic3.gov. It's Internet Crime Compliance Center. And there are things on there that they can actually post problems they're having. Is that correct? Yes. And the FBI's website, www.fbi.gov, actually has a lot of information related to new trends about scams. Some very helpful and useful information to potential victims. You know, it's really important. I know we talk about our vets, and that's what this broadcast was aimed at, to to give our vets a little more awareness, especially those deployed, those who are home taking care of the family while those others are deployed, and even our retired vets that have had problems uh, and maybe want company and have to look for it online. These things, folks, be careful. Listen to what the agent has to say. Any last thoughts? It's really each of our responsibilities to protect our own assets. Just do your homework. Whenever anybody approaches you, whether it's for a potential relationship or a business opportunity, make sure you do your homework to verify the identity of the person on the other end of that email or phone or whatever communication medium that you're using. Or, or you won a lottery somewhere and you didn't buy a ticket. That's a flag. There are lots of red flags and a lot of people, the victims that get sucked into these schemes, they just discount those red flags. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Andy Sakala, special agent of the Tampa office of the FBI. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you on the next Veterans Corner. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner.